No, what they should do is get kids fucking hammered and then make them drive <laughs> and try not to hit cones. <laughs> I think get a bunch of 15-year-olds drunk and... <laughs> yeah. Uh, not just like hammered, I mean like violently, disgustingly, I'm gonna throw up hammered and then make them stay awake <laughs> and drive. Yeah. In the control <laughs> setting. Welcome to Basically Tall Tales, the collaborative short story podcast featuring tales you can basically call tall. My name's Jared. I'm Adam. And I'm Todd. Each week, one of our writers will write one-third of a story before handing it off to the next writer to either continue or finish. The first writer will get to choose whatever genre they want to write in, and the other two will just have to deal with it. Today we have a story by me, Jared, with the final chapter of a story. Make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe for more stories each week, because we're always writing more comedy stories, and your social media interaction keeps us going. Without further ado, here we go. This week, my story is called Zillions of Possibilities. Oh. Ooh. Dope. I hope this is about what I think it's about. I mean, it's about Ari. <laughs> I mean, you know, with the... And the zillions. use the word possibilities, and I think of all the time travel and dimensional stuff we have going on in this story... Yeah, it's off the rails already. I would like to see oh, yeah. how you get it back on the rails. <laughs> I tried. I, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't couldn't follow up with all the open endings that were in the story, but I I hit as many of them as I could. And of course, my neighbor is going to start shoveling right now. <laughs> Stick your out the window and be like, "Hey, asshole!" Yeah. Nah. Uh, you and your 90-year-old ass back in the house. <laughs> She's like 50-something, but still obnoxious. Even and she has an annoying little yappy <clears throat> dog. But anyways, won't be an issue. Ari wiped semen from himself. It'd be That's... no good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I didn't know where we left off. <laughs> yep. That, that was where. <laughs> This is plot relevant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the excellent opening line, I think. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be no good to have the remnants of Brandon drying to his face and exposed chest. He didn't want people thinking his aim was that bad, after all. <laughs> hey, you, Ratman, Tang, what is this? Weren't you just stuck in a crystal or whatever? What have you done? You've killed him! The little man started crying as he pulled on one of his rat tails and put the other one in his mouth and started sucking on it. <laughs> That's like a little kid thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. You answered your own question. Ari said, not sure how to answer that and not particularly caring, given all the crying. Rexus led them here to finally end the Zillion's invasion. So what? He was just going to kill them all one by one or something? Sounds awesome. No. He was going to break. Tank started, but Ari interrupted him. Them into a quadzillions of pieces. I get it. No break. Ari interrupted again. Their legs? What, all of them? Brutal. But they could recover from that. Ari's boner raged at the thought of it anyways. <laughs> Such a man. <laughs> <laughs> no break their hearts. It would have sent them into a self-destructive spiral. You have doomed us all. Cool swords, though. Ari said, brandishing the weapons, looking over their ornate craftsmanship. He didn't have long to look, as the great hero's harem made its way into the room, spotting the corpse of Rex's <laughs> twin on the floor in a pool of blood and semen. What, what have, have you done? done? Twelve voices screamed as one. Killed him. What do you care? Ari said. We, we loved, loved him. him. And you and killed, you killed him. him. And ejaculated on the body. The body. What, what kind of monster, kind of monster, monster are, you? are you? The voices started in unison, but began to separate. I mean, it was more that he walked into my sword. 
The harem let out a piercing wail, shaking the cavernous room, causing Tang's ears to begin bleeding. And I didn't ejaculate on him. Don't get me wrong. Nutting on the corpses of my victim is great fun, but I only do that after a truly good fight. And this was not that. The wailing grew even louder and more discordant. When it finally stopped, the gathered harem looked to one another in sorrow and shock. One of them finally spoke. I don't hear you anymore. The voice of the zillions is gone, another said. Our love for him, it shattered the connection, (laughs) another chimed in. I've never heard your voice go that low, too. (laughs) Cool, that was easy. Well, where's Iggy88? Ari asked them, ignoring Tang pulling at his arm. Come here. Tang whispered, leading Ari to the back of the chamber. Can't you see? You've done it. You've broken the Zillion's bond. We succeeded. The nightmare is over. <laughs> you see? There's still more story after this. Huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty awesome like that. But they took Iggy. I need to find him. Who is Iggy? Tang asked. Iggy88, legendary time-traveling assassin. You gotta know him in this time, too. What? You time-traveled here with him? No, the Zillions took him in my time. And they came back? So, we haven't won? Ooh. (laughs) No, I won. But it has been millions of years, and they came back or something. Harry really wasn't sure on the specifics. Someone explained it to him once, but he had been distracted comparing the butts of people in the room at the time. (laughs) Well, you have to return to your own time to find him then. Yeah, but the zillions are everywhere. How can I find Iggy? Ari asked. You have to defeat them again, I guess. (laughs) Easy enough. Bunch of bitches, these ones. Wow, you killed my boyfriend. (laughs) 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 Ari laughed at their pathetic weakness. Do they have a boyfriend in your time? Tang was starting to worry about this plan. No, but look at me. They fell in love with that dweeb. They'll go nuts for me. Very well. Let us return to your time and end them once and for all. Tang said, excited to begin another adventure after this one ended so anticlimactically. (laughs) Despite the ultimate climax of Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. Ari said. You can wait here for me. I need you to send me back in time. Oh, you, you just want me to wait? Yep. Ari said, grabbing the young rat's galleon by the collar and pressing him into a crystal pillar so hard that it enveloped his back and stuck him in place. Ow. Yowza. <laughs> <laughs> now, send me back. Ari commanded. I will let everyone know if you did hear. Tang assured him. Nah, give the corpse the credit. This was too easy. Didn't even end in a fight. Tang whimpered and, using the power of the crystal, sent Aerie forward in time. There was a flash of light, not as white as last time, but still blinding. (laughs) (laughs) And Aerie found himself in the same room in his own time. Oh, good. You're back. Good. (laughs) Can you set me free now? I have been here so long. (laughs) Oh no. The now much older Tang requested. (laughs) Thousands of years older? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's he's no regular rat scallion. Apparently not, but that was established in Adam's story, so I couldn't go against it. I think I hinted it was more the crystal, but yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. Could still need to go back there again. It's it's so pragmatic. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna leave him jammed into the crystal. <laughs> oh, I mean, if you take him out, he's probably gonna die. Like, immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Ari said, making his way back out of the room. He felt much more confident fighting the Zillions now that he had two swords. Wow, that's <laughs> fucking true. <laughs> that's, all, that's all he managed to do. He went back in time and just got to get another sword. Well, and he stopped the first Zillion's invasion, but, okay. you know, 
Yeah. <laughs> Every young man who's ever picked up two sticks has also known the, the power of the area's feeling. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the hordes had finished their assimilation of Meteoria 7. He could no longer hear the chants from the forest around him. Instead, there was just the sound of marching feet as the front line of Zillions approached. He charged them, swinging wildly, cutting down dozens in moments, until the older sword shattered against a particularly beautiful rock woman. Ari paused, looking her up and down, then winked quickly, and she pulled out some red face paint to denote blushing as she gazed into the <laughs> horrors stored in his eyes. <laughs> that, that is a... <laughs> That is a, a reference I did not think would be coming back in this particular story. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, what is it like fucking a hive? I can't even read it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, what is it like fucking a hive mind? Ari asked her. Similar to fucking everything else, but less jealousy and more hands. The zillions responded. Ari left the blushing rock man. Rock woman? Either way. <laughs> and continued his slaughter of her people. Not fully understanding the implications of this, he quickly replaced his broken sword with the laser sword arm, the two weapons enabling him to take out six at a time and avoid being surrounded. The field quickly turned into a lake of blood and viscera, of all colors. The Zillions truly were made up of all peoples. For a brief moment, Ari got a sneaking suspicion that this also should cause him to think, but as before, quickly lost interest. Thinking about the meaning and consequences of actions was for idiots who couldn't fight. <laughs> <laughs> when there was finally only one combatant left, instead of impaling them to die slowly on a pike, looking out over the brutality on the field behind them, Ari grabbed the whimpering soldier by the neck. Where's Iggy 88? He demanded. Safe for now, the Zillions said. Where is safe for now? I haven't heard of that place. That's pretty good. The Zillions stared blankly for a moment, <laughs> not sure if this was some clever ploy or just stupidity in its purest form. Take this chip and learn the deepest truths. Share our mind. The Zillions held out a hand with a small assimilation implant to Ari, who took it and looked it over briefly before putting it in his mouth and chewing it up. He swallowed. <laughs> I saw that coming. <laughs> he swallowed. And just stared at the Zillion's <laughs> look of horror. That is the most bland chip I've ever tasted. Got any salt and vinegar ones? There was a long, quiet pause before the Zillion's <laughs> spoke meekly. Uh, no, you aren't supposed to eat them. <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> <laughs> then why'd you call it a chip? Don't name things after foods <laughs> if they aren't food. He held up the sword he had taken off of Rexus and said, Here, look at this chicken tender. Now, do you want to slay your enemies with it or eat it? He gave no chance to reply, but continued, That's what I thought. The dumb look <laughs> on your face tells me you want to eat it. <laughs> that sword, where did you get it? The Zillions finally managed to stammer out. Took it off some guy I killed. Why? You? You killed our sweet, sweet Rexus? If this was his sword, then yeah. Though the guy pretty much did all the work for me. He just walked into my other sword. There was a time that this would have sent us into a self-destructive spiral. But no more. We can withstand the hurt you caused us now. We are stronger. And we have a new boyfriend. <gasps> We won't, we won't break. Instead, we will break you. Oh my god. The Zillions tried to turn and leave, but Ari grabbed them by the neck again and impaled the body on a spike facing the Lake of Gore and trudged into the palace, making Yo, his way back to Lake Iggy's ship. Lake of Gore is brutal. <laughs> yeah. As he took off, he noticed a single ship from the Zillion's fleet leaving as well. Not knowing what else to do, he followed them. And after what felt like an eternity, but was probably less than a week, the ship came to a small planet 
in the middle of nowhere and stopped in orbit. Eri stopped his ship at a distance that he assumed would be out of the range of any planetary sensors, mostly because that sounded like something he had heard someone say before. He watched and waited for as long as he could stand, and thus, five minutes after his arrival, he made his way directly to the planet, stopping his ship <laughs> next to the Zillion's ship. With no particular plan in mind, he went to the surface of the planet. Up close, it looked like there was a pretty big city nearby. That was probably a good place to start. If the Zillions were coming to invade, a city would be where they started, probably. Ari had never been the one to make the plans, so this was as far as he was willing to think through it. With Rexus's sword strapped to his back, Ari dropped himself at the outskirts of the city and accosted the first person he came across, a Climaxavian. Startled by the sudden appearance and grasp of the executioner. You! Where are we? What planet? You are being invaded by the Zillions. Take me to your ruler, so they can bask in my muscular perfection before I save them from complete domination. I will only ask for your most beautiful women in payment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a deep price, but we already have a boyfriend. As we told you, the familiar voice of the Zillions came from the Birdman. Yeah, yeah, let me guess. He goes to a different school, right? <laughs> 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 That's a reference I don't know that Ari would know, but he, he's picked up some things from the video games he's played, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's your only living friend, in fact. <gasps> Iggy88, and he is here with us. For real. You have come to our home world. There will be no escape for you this time, even with two swords. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is Ares' entire plan, is having yeah. two swords, so. <laughs> yeah. <He'd... laughs> and it sounds like a plan Ares would come up with. <laughs> a legion of black-clad soldiers emerged from the building, completely surrounding Ares. Nice trick, but you didn't bring enough troops. But we brought plenty of drugs. Ooh. Those were the last words of this one, as its head slid from its neck. Before Ari could turn his blades on the assembled troops, however, thousands of darts slammed into him, most of them bouncing off the impenetrably flexed muscles. Whoa. <laughs> but about a dozen lucking their way into his skin. <laughs> Thus, Ari the Executioner was rendered unconscious. When he awoke, he found himself bound in enough space steel chains to cage a particularly rowdy frost <laughs> giant. Space steel. Yeah, I, I don't know any metals in your universe, so I just... <laughs> nope, that's perfect. Space right. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in front of him stood a gaggle of zillions, and the extra black uniforms of the elite troopers, <laughs> along with a few women and Iggy. Iggy! Let me down, and we can kill these things. Oh, but I'm dating the Zillions, and let me tell you, it's something else. <laughs> Do you know what it is like yeah, having a hive servicing you? <laughs> so many hands. <laughs> <laughs> and as a very human human, that is something he would be interested in, I'm sure. <laughs> that does oh, yes. sound like fun But these are the bad guys You can't join the bad guys They're not so bad once you get to know them They just want everyone to understand them Yeah, but Like, why can't they just explain themselves Instead of taking over everyone's brains I think it's just easier Plus, more lovers for me <laughs> Damn you and your good points But don't you think for a minute that they will control me We do not wish to control you, human you're too violent and volatile for our collective, the Zillions interrupted. Ha! See, Iggy? They know I'm too much man for their sad little club. <laughs> I don't think that's what they're saying at all. It's not. A strong voice such as his would leave us constantly trying to control our emotions. Ari recognized the one that was speaking as the rock man he spared on the battlefield of Meteoria 7. Ha! That's it. They aren't scared. They're saving me for when they get bored with you, Iggy. Saving you? 
Iggy said, confused. Yeah, they want to fuck me when they break up with you. It's my favorite power move, too. Iggy turned sullenly to the zillions and asked, Is this true? Do you believe in our relationship so little that you need a backup plan? No, no. He's just too much man for our collective. I mean, look at him. All of the assembled zillions began blushing, tucking their hands behind their backs, and pointedly avoiding eye contact with Iggy. It's kind of sad. <laughs> See? Ari said. They want this dick. And who can blame them? They were probably only dating you to make me jealous. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Unless this is... Why is he laying no, in the Iggy like this? Oh, Aries playing 4D chess right here. <laughs> I, I believe in him. I hope so. How could you do this to me? Iggy said, fighting back tears, not wanting to cry in front of Aerie. He's just twisting you against us, Iggy. We're far too collectively smart for a dumb brute like him, the voice of the Zillion said, wavering slightly. Okay, then prove it. Cut him free and sever all ties. Stop your conquest and stay here with me. Fine. If that's what it takes, we'll leave this place with you and never return. That's not what I said. You can't truly leave this place. Your nerve center is here. In this building. Ugh, finally. You could have opened with that egg. Ari wrenched himself free from the pathetically weak chains. Oh my god. <laughs> He is too much man. <laughs> He's not stupid. We've gone over that. We've mentioned that several yeah. times. He's just <laughs> ignorant. And that's yeah. different. <laughs> he grabbed his second sword from the hands of one of the soldiers and set about destroying the room they were in. A few hours later, he and Iggy left the smoldering rubble of the Zillion's home world and returned as Iggy's space cab, then left behind billions of very confused former Zillion's <laughs> drones to find their own ways home. <laughs> nice new sword, Iggy said. Yeah, got it from Rex's Quinn. He wasn't using it anymore. Ari said, making that face that clearly said, I killed him. <laughs> you time-traveled? Ari just grunted in the affirmative. You should return the sword to its original time, so it doesn't tear a hole in reality. Eh, whatever. Ari said, dismissing the idea as he really liked the sword. <laughs> Eventually, however, Iggy returned a cheap replica to the cavern of Quinn's tomb to appease time. No one ever set Enable Eddie Tang free, though. Oh, the end. Oh, no. oh, oh. He helped so much, though. He did. Yeah. And if Eddie Tang. I guess. <laughs> All right, the kids, this goes to show you, you can make a name out of anything. <laughs> Clearly, yes. Oh, uh, that was good. That was that was good. That was stupid. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was... I love it. I love what you did with with uh with the imperative to seduce them. Yeah, yeah. It uh it was a fun story to write. Yeah. It was uh... Yeah, I never knew really what defeating and seducing cuz I mean, you know yeah. me. I just throw in <laughs> verbs because I think it's funny. <laughs> because yeah, exactly. So... No, it's uh <laughs> I never put any thought I, to I it. I figured that. But and yeah, I... <laughs> the seducing and defeating them. It's yeah. A, interesting way to look at it but you know <laughs> yeah Man, like i said it was a fun story to write like do, do you think that enable eddie tang knew that breaking the zillion's heart was like part of the plan or uh, i assumed that he and rexus had been together for a while so he probably knew the plan okay it was this, i think Adam established that he had brought them there to break up with them, so oh, I, okay. I assumed that he knew what was going on, because otherwise I don't know why he would be there. <laughs> I, I don't know either. It just seemed like a... I didn't pick up on that. Adam, did you actually lay that down? Like, was that... No, I just made, like, that whole crypt, like, this, like, weird eldritch, like, yeah. thing that was, like, <laughs> left over from, like, 
the the before times. I didn't really think that hard about it. <laughs> they had yeah. a rat man melded to a crystal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had to yeah. had to explain some things. <laughs> uh there's a lot of lore from the thirty something episodes of the yeah. show that I wrote before uh about my own universe. Thank you guys for <laughs> writing in it. I appreciate you yeah. guys like playing along with me and you know <laughs> no it's fun Ari's a fun character he's just yeah he's kind of an archetype so, but he's also you know yeah. he's also <laughs> he's so airy he's airy too <laughs> yeah. i tried uh, to keep true to that i gave him some longer lines but you know <laughs> you did pretty you did. monosyllabic but some some of them did seem to me as something that I wouldn't have written him saying, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but he does because you wrote it, so yeah, you know that was the yeah. point of handing it over. I I had no yeah. complaints. Um, so now that's good. now yeah. he has sassy information about high schools. Now it, <laughs> yes, I was kind of going through this forever. thinking of all the things we learned about him. Like <laughs> yeah. he can pilot ships now. That was yeah. the biggest thing I came away with. Yeah, I think I, I think Ari might I wasn't, have like I. Yeah. I liked the joke of him binding the Rat Scallion to the or whatever his name was, Enable Eddie Tang. I liked him yeah. binding him to the crystal too much. That was fucking so. Awful. I I didn't was... <laughs> really. I didn't know who to send him with. I thought about sending him with the Rock Woman, but. Well, know. the fact that he ended up at their home planet, I almost think yeah. that I, I'm going to retroactively suggest this, but I almost think <laughs> that the ship was on autopilot and they brought him to their planet. <laughs> <laughs> he, the whole that, time that he's behind the one. wheel going, yeah. rawr, rawr. <laughs> <laughs> Just in there making noises. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so airy. Yeah, no, I... I think that if no, the story that... were going to continue, I would probably sneak <laughs> that in somewhere. I, I don't think yeah, he knows how yeah. to fly. <laughs> no, I, I didn't really think of that. I That's okay. Yeah. He's picked up a lot of stuff. He's been in space for a while. Yeah. And uh, he might know how to fly a bit or whatever. <laughs> but now it's confirmed, well, partially confirmed <laughs> that he does know. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? My favorite that? joke. Yeah. Go for it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, go for it. My yeah. favorite joke was the one where he ate the fucking chip. Yeah, that was so. <laughs> that was that was some. I, that was that was a very Prattian moment. Yeah, I loved it. Oh, yeah. I I was gonna take credit for that one because that felt like oh. something that I would actually write, like a long <laughs> aside about something completely unrelated to the rest of the story. <laughs> Like complaining about things that I actually complain about, <laughs> but no, I I've never complained that particular thing. But that I like the that chip and too. the chicken nugget. Yeah, yeah right. what do you call it? No, chicken no. tender. Yeah, chicken, chicken tender. Yeah, like, now you want to eat it, don't you, stupid? <laughs> you I was half do, expecting him you? to like. That was good, and then he fed the sword to him. Fucking. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting that. I was expecting him to like fucking. <laughs> Stick it down his throat, Jesus! That was really good. That yeah. See, that felt like that felt like a joke with a setup and a payoff, and that is something that I personally don't write enough. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that was that <laughs> was, was good. I don't know. I, I don't know why that joke came to my head. Even like I, it just seemed like it just flowed out. I don't know. I That's don't, the writing process. <laughs> like sometimes, yeah, you get lucky. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, man, and it was full of all kinds of, uh, like good in-universe stuff that I really yeah. appreciated. But again, it's not necessary for anyone to. Yeah, I tried like, yeah. to like I tried to reference your universe pretty often, but I didn't want to make it so you would have to go back and listen to understand the jokes or right yeah like yeah. the the only one that i was a little iffy on was the putting the 
the rock woman putting the blush on, painting the blush on her face like yeah that it's like that's that's a kind of a really deep cut but that is that is oh yeah that's like the deepest of cuts and I'm I'm personally still... very glad that you didn't take 20 extra minutes to explain yeah no <laughs> how that works or why it's necessary so Definitely. if you know you know Definitely. if you don't know you don't yeah. that's fine I think yeah if you don't no, know it... now you know <laughs> it and that was the thing it kind of stood on its own as a weird like aside like it didn't it didn't need the explanation it was just something weird that happened (laughs) so that is uh change change slightly changing topics for a second and Mm -hmm. i don't know let me know how you guys feel about this topic but so something that i watched a long time ago at this point but had a bit of an impact on me was the uh the john wick movies or the first one in particular where Mm -hmm. there's obviously a whole underground society with rules and and, uh you know things that everyone everyone in the movie is in in on but you as the viewer kind of need to pick up and you might not pick Mm -hmm. up while you're watching it uh like yeah. you know people are exchanging gold coins and you just you kind of have to figure out they do explain it in some of the later movies but in the very first one there's just a whole lot of stuff that you have to pick up while you're watching yeah and uh for me i'm i'm really good with that like or i mean i i like that not that i'm saying i'm better at picking it up <laughs> i'm just saying i'm yeah. I'm comfortable with that. I can watch a movie and not necessarily know what's going on and still appreciate mm-hmm. the fact that I'm not supposed to know what's going on. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like maybe, maybe Tomo doesn't like watching something and not knowing and has to immediately <laughs> stop and go like, what, why are they handing what? each yeah. other coins? What's going on? Yeah. Like, well, you'll find out at the end of the movie if you sit down and watch it. No, my my mother is like that too. She yeah. does not like not understanding what's going on at any yeah. given moment. And so she asks questions. Yeah. <laughs> and at the last time I watched a movie with her, it was like she'd ask a question and I'd be like every time it was something that they were going to answer within the next five minutes. And I just kept saying that <laughs> right. I was like, yeah, they're going to answer that in like two scenes. Just wait. <laughs> I, I said <laughs> that probably five Jesus times. Christ. I yeah. don't remember what movie it was now, but Adam, you said something. Oh yeah. Sorry. No, I just, just agreeing. Okay. Vicar- not vicariously, mm. vigorously agreeing. Yeah. Over here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also know someone who who, who is to in be the room like that and it makes watching <laughs> difficult. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, and you know, maybe and then another another different media uh like mm-hmm. Dark Souls or something where they literally never explain anything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, that's but that's the best though. I love it when stuff is like kind of like sprinkled around and you really can like you can really enjoy redoing the experience every yeah. time you can get a little bit more each time out of mm. it. The like environmental like, storytelling in the invest. game is pretty interesting. Yeah. One like, of the you things that games can do in the experience of figuring out what the fuck is going on. Like Yeah. I love investigating shit and like that yeah. is is fun. So I really yeah. loved this. Um, there was so much stuff where, like, it, it was just so jam packed with references and things about the world. Where <clears throat> for people who've listened and they know, like, it's gonna be like, you know, yeah. it's a pretty information heavy episode. It's really fun, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of stuff going on. And for for people who don't know, and if some of this is just word soup, um, it still <laughs> makes the world feel because like, I came in halfway through the last yeah. podcast, right. Uh, so for yeah. me, I got to kind of get thrown into the word soup and it makes the <laughs> world feel really broad. It, yeah. it makes it feel like a living world. And so, Let's, you know, it, it's a pretty I think common not everything story. needs to ever get explained. Yeah. I mean, not, not everything needs to be explained all at once. And, and some things don't even ever have to get explained at all. It's... Um, as long as you know what it is and it's consistent and it makes sense. 
that it's happening. The rock yeah, it's lady a pretty common storytelling tactic. Like it's a you make the world like with fantasy and science fiction, you make the world feel lived in. Yeah. And in this case, the references already do have a a story behind them, but for someone walking in, it's yeah, it just feels like a lived-in world rather yeah. than like a bunch of stock characters doing. And so I appreciate things. how you guys both were able to to do that. Like I I know I appreciate you guys wanting to like give me little nudges the whole time because it was originally my story, <laughs> yeah. but but you didn't derail your own no, stories trying yeah. to trying to jam yeah. that stuff in. So that was really nice. Yeah, it worked. Um, so it worked well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Adam originally already derailed where I thought the story was going to go Ooh. when I first wrote <laughs> it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So where did you uh, think it was going to go? So, uh, so I, I do think that even when I'm writing just the first part of the story and then I'm going to relinquish control, like, I think in order to make the story make sense as I'm writing it, I have to have an idea of what's going to happen in the future, even if that doesn't turn out yeah. to be what happens. So yeah. when I was when I was writing it originally, um, Iggy got taken away along with the Spur Martian president, who Ari apparently didn't care to try to rescue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I noticed that too. Like I. When I was writing this part, I was like, I have a Spermartian president, too, but I don't... Nope. I didn't really know where to go with that. He like, probably just got turned, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, pr- he, he probably, probably can. that. Uh, so, and, and Adam wrote Brandon out anyway, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to stream things, streamline things down for Jared. So <laughs> well, that's can, the thing, like, and focus on, you know, because you have too many things floating around. That's and the thing, that, and that story. made this story really interesting for me, is because Ari is not a character who can be left alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> I I definitely like. Oh yeah, he, he usually gets once I got him stuff, into doesn't. his ship, I was like, well. They're just at the planet. <laughs> yeah, right? Which Because <laughs> it's airy. And, like, <laughs> what's he going to do? Like, flex in a mirror for however long it takes to get to their destination? <laughs> yeah. So he needed someone to fly a ship. He needs someone to talk to aliens. He needs someone to know yeah. what the hell is going on. <laughs> what's going on, He needs someone yeah. to tell him what to do. And he had none of that. Except... <laughs> Kind of vague nudges from <laughs> mystical old rat scallions going like save the universe yeah. and he's like Alright Don't you wanna know how? Got it. You know, like <laughs> like you know, I've got two swords. <laughs> you know, like that was so yeah, it originally all got thrown off by by Brandon not being around anymore, and I I yeah. actually enjoyed seeing airy stumble around <laughs> by himself for the first time uh he <laughs> for the first time I, since cutting it also stuff. gave me such a great opening line <laughs> as he that was, that was wiped brandon's semen off of himself look i did not think brandon was gonna die <laughs> we all looked to give each other presents I yeah. gave you that yeah, Thank you. <laughs> so I guess if I had written it all the way to the conclusion, then uh, <laughs> Iggy would have been my MacGuffin. Like rescuing Iggy, Iggy mm-hmm. would have known what to do because he's a time traveling assassin who always knows what to do. Yeah, uh, which I think is kind of what you did. So you know, yeah, I... like he knew. Yeah, yeah. He. He's like, okay, Ari, destroy this room. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, let's go. And then I just imagine him flailing around like a toddler and just like, I don't know. <laughs> He's so freaking strong that he just tears the building down. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Adam? Where do you think the story was going to go? Ooh. Um, well, where, where would I think it would have gone or where would I 
like what was the so when when i all right i'm gonna, I'm gonna say what i yeah, want yeah both like what what <laughs> was your intent because where did you think it was gonna go so the direction mm-hmm. that i thought it was gonna go in was to rescue iggy from the past and it right bringing iggy back to the present okay would remove him from the past which would mean that the stuff that happened in the past didn't happen anymore which would mean that the zillions would be gone again. And so I, I thought it'd be really funny to have them sitting like in the stadium again, like watching this promotion president, but like, you know, people haven't having, you know, absolutely no idea what happens when they die and like being kind of like full circle kind of thing <sighs> where like they just end up. Yeah. You know, and maybe someone like accidentally jerks off the president and, and he dies. <laughs> and, like, I guess I, <laughs> Didn't really think that. that they had taken Iggy into the past. I don't know. I oh, because that's how they go to the. Past. I knew they took him somewhere, but yeah, I didn't. I wasn't sure why you sent Ari into the oh, past. I sent him into the past because they guess. stole Iggy and then they used Iggy to go to the past. Is 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 where I thought it was going. Um, right. I never said that Iggy was in oh. the past, but that's uh, I kind of tried to imply that, like you know, they yeah. went to the past. They went back to the past uh, after they had been defeated. And they just started reassimilating everybody again. <laughs> right. To make sure they I, wanted to go back to make I sure just, they never lost. Yeah. Originally. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. I I missed that. I I thought you had just sent it back so that Ari could see how they were defeated before. That but makes sense, too. That, oh, yeah. yeah. That also makes sense. I, yeah. Yeah. That, so that's where I went with it, with him killing Rexus Quinn and... You know, like ending, sending them into emotional trauma and ending their first invasion. So that's yeah. what you get like, for ending where you did, Adam. You that is what I get. Yeah. You you had Ari kill Rexus, <laughs> and then that was the end. And so yeah. we don't know <laughs> if that was the the Zillion's plan or Iggy's plan or the the Ratscallion's plan. Like, <laughs> and you're never gonna know. Yeah. Uh, I kind of, <laughs> if I'd written oh. it, I think I would have made it so that the Zillions wanted Ari to kill Rexus, and that was kind of how they, like, yeah, they may they managed no, to not I'd... lose the first crusade. Ah, okay. See, I yeah. thought I thought it'd be funny yeah. if, like, what if we if if Ari killed Rexus and then had to like fake being Rexus to make the timeline like not fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he can't wear a shirt. <laughs> Especially not a rad shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> I, I I guess Rexus Quinn is probably a better character in his own movies than in real life. Because <laughs> he just... I guess he was, like, mildly attractive, and he had that rat who was nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, that would have been cool though to see like a whole team of like the the i don't know the heroes that originally saved the universe you know but yeah yeah that that could have been that's one way to yeah the, the past to, version of been, what nova could have taken and, it but and uh Iggy yeah and mm-hmm. yeah if <laughs> if rexus was yeah if they all had I actually, yeah. I think if I took it that direction, Iggy would have been part of that group anyways, because he's a time traveler yeah. <laughs> to begin with. Come back again. But, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he would have wanted to avoid that, though. That'd be, that'd yeah. have been some funky yeah. shit. Yeah. Harry, <laughs> you have to save me. From me. Yeah. Yeah. Can you save me from me as he holds a gun to his own head? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, shoot this. Yeah, both timelines inhabiting the same body. That would have been good. Oh, God. Like, yeah. what if there was an Iggy from the past sent to the future to kill off Iggy from the future, and then an Iggy from the far future sent to the past to mm-hmm. save the Iggy from the past? <laughs> <laughs> they were all, like, both of them were no, after hour. That would have been. <laughs> that have been an interesting way to establish time travel though as like if you go back in time to a place where you are also alive then you inhabit the same body as the yeah the one that's already there but that would have gotten complicated too i don't know yeah it's so yeah, fun to watch a... like things develop 
out of your control and see like yeah 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 i think that's my favorite part about this has been the most experience Mm -hmm. yeah yeah get to see different possibilities than you would otherwise (laughs) yeah yeah it also like helps you see like when you when you write stuff how how much of it is clear because sometimes yeah. you don't want to be yeah. too yeah, clear. That's true. Sometimes you, you want to be like vague enough where it's like, you know, you can imagine stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see that line. Exactly yeah. how much information people... <laughs> I think... What what parts really stick with people yeah. or... Yeah. yeah. Like if, From it's taking hard, if writing words, classes and writing workshops and seeing how many mm-hmm. people think that their own writing is super clear and they're like don't don't oh, you yeah, get yeah. it or, and you know i i've kind yeah. of fallen into more like i always want to be on the safe side i don't want to imply anything because people are just too <laughs> fucking stupid that's yeah <laughs> which yeah. is not people's fault it's it's the writer's fault for assuming that they are yeah that, being that super yeah that clear people yeah. are putting the same things together from the same exactly words. like yeah yeah jared if you had to write one more Which episode is... in the same story after what, what what would you have them do next Ooh, um i'd probably go more into iggy returning the fake sword because i d- i'm pretty sure that didn't really come off like I had him go put a fake sword there, so that's oh, why. I got that it. That's why Ares' the, sword fell apart. The old sword yeah. broke when he. No, I, hit I the loved that. Woman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got that. I yeah, thought no, that I, was it really broke, cool. and I was like, "Oh, it was old." But then when he replaced it, I was like, "Oh, bro, okay." <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. All right. Okay, that did come across. I, no, that one did. That one was nicely. Um, I mean, so uh, I don't know how to say this. That part was nicely segmented from the rest of the the story, so that you could yeah. clearly see that this is, um, because I mean everything you write is important, but especially mm-hmm. when it's yeah. in its own paragraph, you know. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like know spacing. how else yeah. to say it. And yeah, timing yeah. and spacing. It it like. Well, you do that with descriptions mm-hmm. too, right? You know, you say someone is like tall, gaunt, and funky, and, and then you go on like for a mm-hmm. sentence about how their like nose hairs wiggle out. Um, right. I mean, you know, you give <laughs> most of their description one sentence, and then one whole sentence to like that one thing about them. They're gonna remember that one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Man's yeah. Funky yeah. nose hairs. I mean, it's a. <laughs> it's. I think everyone knows the the term Chekhov's gun, but like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't like a lot of people don't know how to write a Chekhov's gun, and that one that one was perfect. Yeah. It was it was segmented. Yeah, it was its yeah, own that paragraph. Was... You knew that it, was, it was significant. Yeah, we were sad was... at the loss of the first sword because I mean, right? Yeah, one more two swords because it, it was an awesome sword. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got the laser sword, but it's, it's not the same as having two swords. Yeah, exactly. And he grew up with a sword in his hand. He he probably prefers mm-hmm. it, just like just like how I prefer holding a pencil to write a story. But like, I just don't use yeah. it anymore. Okay. <laughs> uh, I still do. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do find it easier That's... to concentrate on reading a story if I'm holding the book. As opposed to looking at it on a fucking Kindle, I can't concentrate on Kindles. Oh yeah, yeah. I I can I can follow audiobooks better than I can follow like Kindle books. I have. Oh yeah, audiobooks are the, are the best. Uh, yeah, I actually yeah I like audiobooks. Speaking of time but... travel, right now I'm listening to The Last Continent by Terry Pratchett, which has some time travel shenanigans. Oh nice, it's pretty fun. Yeah, I've been. Listening to Brandon Sanderson series there, the Stormlight Archives. That's Ooh, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, he's a pretty, pretty fun good guy. He's yeah, he's forefront of modern fantasy, I'd say. Yeah, him and, or, and Patrick Rothfuss. At least, yeah, yeah, Patrick Rothfuss is he's 
if he would ever finish his King Killer Chronicle, you know. I fucking, I fucking love <laughs> he wrote, how the he wrote King two Killer books Chronicle, like, like 20 years ago. <laughs> oh, that was 20 years ago. I thought that was recent. Cause no, I, I it, was, it wasn't quite 20 years ago, but it was 10. I think. I think the second King Killer book came out in 2011. The way that he segmented the point of view, I remember, is is like mm-hmm. it just makes so much sense, right? Like to have like the the modern yeah, yeah. current the contemporary storyline be in third person, yeah. And the, the flashbacks mm-hmm. are all first person. No, those those books were good, but I don't. What they, do you even call that? Blade like I said, movie? I I read it. I finished the second one or finished the first one just as the second one came out. And so it was one of those things like for a couple of years, I was like, Oh man, I can't wait for the next one. And then a couple of years turned into a decade and I pretty much haven't thought of Patrick Rothfuss in quite a while. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, maybe he'll finish it before he dies. I don't really even know if he wrote anything else, but I hope he finishes it before he's dead. Like George R. R. Martin better fucking finish the yeah. Game of Thrones before yeah. he dies, or people will riot. <laughs> I didn't even say that because I knew that was coming up next. Yeah, <laughs> that that's a whole other thing. Like I think yeah. the TV show kind of ruined my excitement for the next. I think it might Game have of Thrones. Also I'm pretty sure there's a his... quote out there where Martin said, "Like, no, the the show got it, and that's it," and like you know. Like even he's like, yeah, yeah, that's the end. Yeah, they asked him, was that the was that how you saw the show ending? And he's like, well, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, you you seriously, please tell me you were gonna write something different in the books, please. <laughs> no, I mean, he probably would have written it better and gotten it like there because there's so many characters that are. I mean, like, there were a bunch of side plots that they never went into with the show. Yeah, like so, the fucking. Like, uh, dragon I'm binder sure the, I'm sure he's just saying, yeah, that's how it would end in case he never in case finishes. He doesn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> and then people can <clears throat> yeah. then people can be content. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Alright, well, thanks for listening. We'll be back Thank next, you. next week with a, a new story from someone. I think um, that's going to be a yeah, Adam's story. Uh, it's well, depending on what order we upload them in. <laughs> you know, we have oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, well then. Don't forget to uh, rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice, and we will see you next time. <laughs>